0: Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Digging Deep, an OKA11 podcast. This podcast, we're going to be talking with Tim Teal of Centerpoint Energy. We are going to be talking about what it's like to be in damage prevention for a natural gas distribution company and talking about what that job entails and the partnerships that uh, Centerpoint has with OKA11. So I'm really excited about this topic. So let's just dive right into it. Tim, can you tell
1: us a little bit about you and
0: your responsibilities with CenterPoint.
1: Hey, good morning. Um, So I've been with CenterPoint uh, almost 12 years now. I started off as a field service technician, so I spent about eight or nine years out in the field um, and then uh, coming in to damage prevention. um, I've had a great relationship with UMG. Uh, You've been very helpful with, you know, uh, bringing me along in this uh, great resources and always great to reach out to you and partner with the PA one one. So thanks for awesome. having me
0: on this morning. Hey, no problem. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Um, we have a lot to cover today. Um, so those who are listening um, for us, maybe for the first time, our podcast is going to take about 20 to 30 minutes at most. Um, so buckle in. You're going to learn a lot. And if you have any questions, never hesitate to reach out to myself. Um, at any time for um, clarification or any information that you may need. So one of the reasons that um, Tim and I decided to have this discussion today is because Centerpoint, um, we haven't had a guest yet that has a distribution that goes to residential or homeowners. And so that's a big push when it comes to A11. A lot of those not professional excavators have the hardest time understanding the importance of A11 because they're not digging every day, they don't have that insurance company that they have to keep in line and all that stuff. So it's just that homeowner who's putting in a tree or putting up a fence uh, that may not know the importance of a one one and then couple that with your product, your service that you're providing to those homeowners are right there on their property. So I was wondering if you can kind of go into detail,
1: how do you reach out to those homeowners and those not professional excavators? Well, you know, uh, in damage prevention, so much of our focus is on the professional excavators um, just because of the the quantity that they're they're calling in tickets and the, and the size of the projects um, but it's just as important to notify the homeowners that you know the weekend warrior projects and things like that um, because they are excavating and you know more often than not those are uh, we see damages from from those types of instances so you know, I always say, you know, um, gas is a great product. It's a very safe product as long as it's in the pipe. You know, right. when, when, when we have an accidental release of the gas, um, things can become dangerous, you know. And so it's just as important to um, outreach to homeowners or, um, you know, property owners, uh, landlords and things like that, that, you know, are not necessarily a big outfit or professional um, excavator. Um, but they, they do have projects and, you know, um, the law is very clear that, you know, if you're disturbing dirt or disturbing the ground, that's considered an excavation. So, you know, whether you're putting in a new fence or doing landscaping projects, sprinkler system, um, putting in a mailbox, um, tent stakes, you know, we've seen issues with tent stakes. Um, it's very important, you know, have underground utilities located and marked. Um, prior to beginning any of these types of things um, to prevent these damages from happening.
0: Yeah, and so if we get that message out to the homeowner. Um, our homeowners actually have it pretty easy on our website. Um, a homeowner can go to OK11.org that under submit a locate request is homeowners. You click that and if your address pops up or populates um, through the mapping system, we'll just highlight your property. You tell us what you're doing on the property and your tickets done. All we need is your contact information and where you live and what you're doing. Um, So uh, homeowners, if you or anybody who's not a professional excavator, use that homeowner wizard. It saves a lot of time. It makes it really quick. It's quicker than a phone call. Um, It's pretty straightforward. And um, that locate request will go to everybody who's around your property to respond to you. And so um, our effort is to get that information out there. Also, um, for those homeowners who are doing that type of work, If you hire out that project with a landscaper or someone's installing a storm shelter or doing a fencing job, remember it's the responsibility of whoever is digging to put in that locate request, not the property owner, but the actual person who's going to take on the responsibility and risk, right? So that's important to
1: remember as well. Uh, A big deal uh, I always hit on is, you know, plan your project. Um, I'm guilty of this very as well. I mean, I'll I'll have an idea in my head and it's like, oh great, let's run to Lowe's and go get this stuff and knock it out real quick. But if you're gonna be digging or excavating in any way, uh, make sure you plan it out. Make sure you have an idea of where you're either gonna be planting or or digging your holes. Um, Have an idea about how long you think it might take you. Um, That way, whenever you do go in to call or go online, to um, submit your ticket request, um, you've got that information uh, handy. Um, and then obviously, you know, uh, get a ticket in. Um, that's, that's the important part is to get those lines marked. Um, then you wanna wait and make sure that all the utility lines are marked. Um, wait for that start date. Um, and then, you know, uh, check your positive response. Um, MG, if you wanna to touch back on, on that a little bit, uh, go a little in deeper detail on positive
0: response? Yeah, certainly. Um, actually, I can elaborate on all three points so far. Um, when you're planning your work, one thing that we require is enough notification to give those companies that have those underground facilities enough time to respond. And by law, the minimum amount of notice you can give is two business days, not counting the data of notification. So uh, if you call it on a Monday, And the earliest you could dig would be Thursday morning at 7 a.m. So what happens a lot of times is a homeowner like Tim and I have probably both been guilty of. We'll go, hey, I'm going to get in the the yard this weekend. I'm going to do some landscaping. And I run and I call on Thursday because that's when the idea hits me. I'm calling on Thursday and they're like, well, (laughs) well, Thursday doesn't count. Friday is 24 hours. The weekend doesn't count. So the earliest I could dig would be Tuesday. And i'm like yeah yeah. well that means this project needs to be next week uh so when you're planning also plan the start time to be at least three business days away from your call in or your uh, submission on our website and um and i i really want to harp on submitting these locate requests on our website it's faster it's easier Um, if you've never submitted one on the website by all means give us a call but the homeowner wizard is pretty straightforward but if you've never put one on the website, you may want to give us a call just so you understand the questions. You have an idea of what you're answering on the computer. Um, Then you're going to wait for the response from the member companies. You're going to make sure they've all uh, marked or called or uh, let you know it's all clear. And that positive response is going to be available to you on your ticket um, information. So you have a hub, if you will, to be able to say, okay, center point's been here. Check. You know, you can see who's been responding out to the tickets. And you it's a starting point for that communication between the excavator or homeowner that's excavating and the uh, member companies that are responding to it. So that's where we are right now. And I, I, the next step obviously is gonna be respecting those marks that are laid down. So right. the locator goes right. out there, they put the markings down and
1: then you have to dig safe around it. And Tim, you can elaborate on that. Yeah, yeah. And I also wanna make the point that you don't wanna make assumptions. Um, that really gets a lot of people in trouble. They think that, well, you know, all my stuff, my utilities come in from the back. There's not going to be anything in the front. So I don't need to call in a ticket. You don't want to do that. You don't know where all the utilities come from. Just because you don't see signs of it doesn't mean that there may not be there. Um, So it's really important just to call in a ticket for uh, the scope of, you know, your whole address. I mean, it's not going to hurt just to know where all those things are at. And the second thing you want to do, like we were talking about, let's respect the marks. Um, we have in Oklahoma, it was called a tolerance zone. It's 24 inches on either side of the marks, and that's basically just like a corridor or a tunnel where you need to stop and say, "Hey, there, there's a, a line in here, and I need to be safe." You know, within this corridor, um, you don't want to assume that you know the depth just because you know uh, you think. It, You may have an idea of how deep it is. I hear it all the time. It's like, well, you know, I saw this line, you know, 10 years ago and it was about this deep. I mean, soil erosion happens, um, things can change. You just don't ever want to assume the depth of that line. So when you are working near those marks, uh, we ask that you don't use mechanized equipment, Um, use a shovel, hand dig, and dig slowly. Uh, Be careful. You know, if you're digging down and you feel something hard, um or you run into a stopping point don't always just push through it you know um be a little more careful go around it um, because it may be a buried um utility um it doesn't take much to cut through a a telephone line or a cable line and um, a lot of our gas piping is plastic so um it it doesn't take much to damage those type of things so you really really want to be careful um around those marks um and damages Oh, go ahead, Imogen.
0: <laughs> so with that, the respecting the marks, one thing that um, I like to say is discovery. And so you're there, you see this corridor like you're describing, you know that this um, product is going to be within two feet either side of that marking as you dig down. So go ahead and take the time. If it's near your work site, go ahead and discover, like find out the depth, find out the direction that it's running, and then find out the, the distance. Is it, throughout your project, your work area, or does it go off this way and you're good? Like, go ahead and discover. So discover the 3Ds is kind of my new catchphrase I came up with a couple months ago. (laughs) So, Tim, you can use it anytime you need to, but discover, yeah, discover the depth, the direction and distance of that underground facility so that you're going to stay safe around it. Um, especially on the professional side. Obviously they have a lot bigger equipment than the average homeowner. So the, that's a different topic. But as a homeowner, um, I've been guilty. Um, it, I'll, I'll tell a story on myself. I had a an ex wife and uh, she wanted me to do some landscaping and I said yes, because that's what good husbands do. And I jumped out there and I didn't call 811, it was before my um knowledge w- was where it is now and i get out there and i'm digging and and i went and i was pulling up on this root i thought yeah. i was really <laughs> and i was like what is it like i don't understand why my shovel is stuck and then i start pulling it back and i pull my shovel out and i go in again and i realize i'm up underneath a, a telecom or a cable line yeah and, because the pedestal wasn't that far away and like now, looking back, it's total common sense, but I was like, hey, I can't get fired for cutting a line. I need to call a one and do the right thing. So, if those markings had been there, I would have been aware to at least take safer and slower to discover those lines that are in that area.
1: I will also say that um, sometimes your project will change once you see where the marks are at. You know, um, go ahead and call. And then it lets you see where all your utilities at. And that spot that you thought was gonna be a great spot to plant that tree may not be a great spot anymore. You know, and so um, you can can dig smart, you can plan smart by just planning or excavating completely away from those utilities. And then it takes the risk completely out of it. Um, I see it a lot with fencing companies, you know, Um, when you're putting, you're setting your ideas of where you're gonna put your fence posts, You know, don't put it within that tolerance zone of where those marks are at. You know, set that post, you know, uh, far enough away where you're not going to be in any kind of conflict. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes just seeing the marks on the ground and where the utilities are actually at can go uh, really far in in damage prevention. So, Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, damages do happen. Um, They do happen. Um, you always want to um, get away from the scene, especially if it's a natural gas damage. Um, you want to get as far away from the scene as you can, and immediately call nine one one. Report it to um, the company, the damage company. And if you don't have that number, um, there's a way MG that they can report the damages through you you guys, right? Exactly. Um, anytime damage is
0: discovered, it doesn't have to be your fault. You're not taking. Yes responsibility of the damage um you're saying hey i've discovered this um obviously in this scenario we're saying hey if it happens while you're digging call number one get safe and then report it but overall you can report damage by giving us a call um you'll just dial 811 rcsr or customer service representative will ask what damage what is damaged if you if you know it's a telecommunication line if you see it's a pipeline if there's a leak, whatever the case may be. And then we'll put together a notice to send out to all the uh, utilities in that area so they can have at least knowledge of it and a record of it. Um, again, it's not claiming responsibility for damage. So if you see it on neighbor's property or down the street or anything like that, go ahead and give us a call. It's a good neighbor thing to do. Um, one thing I learned with that damage report is I was actually doing a presentation with Oklahoma Rural Water Association. And this guy in the back raised his hand. He goes, I really like this damage report tool. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, it's great. (laughs) And he goes, goes, no, no, like, think about it. Like, as a rural water system, they may have a leak. And if it's big and huge, they know within minutes that they're losing thousands of gallons at a time. But if it's a smaller leak and there's just a puddle that's building up, if that farmer who's out in that area looked over and he's like, Oh, that's weird. There's a puddle here and it hasn't rained in three weeks. And they right. make that phone call. That just, that just saved everybody money because that water system can go out. They can repair that puddle. They're not having that loss of that water just going nowhere. And it right. saves the customers money as well. So be a good neighbor. If you see things that are unusual when it comes to things that are underground, give us a call so we can at least get that information back out to the member companies.
1: That's right. Um, you know... Within uh, gas distribution, uh, especially with CenterPoint, a lot of our new um, services that we install have what's called an EFV, it's an excessive flow valve. Um, So another important reason to have those lines marked is sometimes damages can go unnoticed. So if one of these services that has this um, safety measure on it is cut, um, it shuts the flow of gas off. So you won't hear and you won't smell and it can go completely unnoticed that you've damaged them. Oh, lot. wow. So, um, like I said, having those marks there are, are just, you know, <laughs> that's it. I mean, that, that that takes care of a lot of things. I mean, um, when I'm reviewing a damage and, and we're going through and trying to find the root cause analysis, there's nothing more frustrating than finding a damage that could have been completely avoided. Um, right. So... Um, Doing everything you can try to stop these from happening um, all starts with with making that either call or online submission to have a ticket.
0: Right, exactly. You can do 99% of everything correctly, but that 1% mistake may result in damage. So digging safely is always the fifth step when we talk about, you know, five steps of safer excavation and digging safe. You've already put in the call. Thank you for that. You're not yes. digging blind, right? So step one, thank you for doing that. Then you're gonna wait the required time, give the member companies enough time to come out and mark everything. You're gonna respect the marks, you're gonna do that discovery of the three Ds, right? We, we all learned that today. So right. you're gonna find <laughs> out where that stuff is and then you're, you're gonna dig safely around it. Um, and that final step just, it sounds easy enough, right? Well, right. I know where it is now, I can, go, I can go to town, I can plant this tree that I've always wanted to plant. But if you're not still, at least in mind, going, hey, there's this system right over here, or I didn't take the time to discover it, or I want to make that this uh, isn't too quickly, it may result in damage. So, um, mitigate the risk throughout your project, and so that um, your your property, your your project will all um, go according to plan and go smoothly. So, uh, I really appreciate you helping me break down the. Um, five steps of safer excavation for our listeners, especially when it applies to natural gas and, and property owners. No problem. No problem. One thing that uh, I know that in your role is just outreach, um, whether it's professional or it's the homeowners um, that are doing work. How, how do you view an effective outreach program? How, do, how, what do you do to establish relationships? How are you communicating the importance of a One? that kind of stuff?
1: well um the one-on-one conversations are are really i feel are the most impactful um you know getting out into the public having you know a a booth and an event or things like that um you know centerpoint did a campaign where we've got some uh 811 banners Um, so we went and hung them uh lowe's and home depot with their garden centers um things like that um we we push really really hard to get the 811 message out there. Um, I'd also say, uh, if you are an employee of a, uh, a utility company, you are you are an ambassador for 811. Um, if you're on social media, um, uh, follow your local one calls uh, social media pages and share those with your friends and family members. Um, I mean, that's the easiest way to get that message out there. Social media, everybody's on it. Um, Mm -hmm. It takes, you know, uh, two seconds to hit the share button and type a comment, you know. Um, So uh, there's a lot of emphasis on that. Um, But like I said, those one-on-one conversations, um, being able to tell somebody your story, uh, shake their hand, put a name with a face. um, You know, I always tell people when I'm when I'm talking about pipe um, and, and our facilities, you know, I want them to know that it's not only CenterPoint's pipe and CenterPoint's gas, that's Tim's. And so I'm going to protect this pipe because this is Tim's pipe and he's a good dude. And I don't <laughs> want to make him mad and I want to take right. care of him and his pipe. So, you know, those, the one-on-one connections has is, is really been the staple for me. Oh, that is awesome. Um, I know that it's
0: so much, much easier when I'm speaking to a group. It's almost the after presentation conversations where right, I go right. from 40 to one, and I can tell the 40 to be safe, and every one of them are listening, and they're like, "Yeah, that'll never happen to me." <laughs> yeah, and like I can I can say message, but then that, when that one person comes and talks to me, and I'll have the same conversation, the same topics, I can I can see light bulbs like, "Oh, like my embarrassing story of." Digging up a cable route. Uh, those things. When they hear, "Oh, it happened to you," and you're just an average guy, it'll it could happen to me. Bringing right. it down to one-on-one, like you're saying, I think that has a bigger impact, or at least a lasting impact, versus right. the whole sit down, listen. <laughs> you're one of fifty in this room, and these are the rules. This is how it goes. See ya. And and I think the one-on-one conversation is just a little bit more impactful.
1: Very, yeah, very much, very much, yeah.
0: Um, I'm excited about, um, the things that, um, you and I have done over the last couple of years, uh, your role with the damage prevention, um, what are you going on two years now? Cause I
1: yeah, think you and I, two kind years of, now.
0: yeah, cause you and I kind of got started in our roles about the same time. So, uh, we're kind of just figuring it all out together, making a path, man, just paving our way through. So there you go. And one of the ways that we, uh, partner up on things is when I get down a lot and, um, I know I can call on you for anything. and so um, our listeners who are in the Lawton area, let me know if you need some a11 material, some education or if you just want to talk to Tim about um, what's going on in London, we can make that happen um, right He's He's an ambassador truly for a11 for the state and I'm someone I can trust out in Lawton. And we do a lot of cool things uh, hopefully as uh, things get a little bit more, So we can do more stuff in person, right? Um, I'm looking forward to doing um, in-person trainings down in Lawton again. Um, I have some stuff coming up um, with the city. And so um, one thing that I've always been able to count on you for is those partnerships. Um, You've been part of Safety Days with us Uh, and doing others to promote uh, safety in, in that area. Right. So I really appreciate that for sure. Um, something that's coming up this year, we're looking at, um, this fall. So this isn't a hundred percent. So those listeners follow our social media, um, so that you can see events coming up, but, uh, hopefully Tim and I will be able to put together an event this fall in Lawton. So looking forward yeah. to that. That would be great. That would be great if we can get that going. Yeah. So Tim, another thing that, uh, we need to talk about, um, We're coming into storm season. I mean, April is National Safe Digging Month. April showers, brings May flowers, all that good stuff. And so we're um, coming into storm season and there might be um, damages that are are resulting from that. Let's talk about being prepared for the storm season. Well,
1: um, you know, Oklahoma is is known for for our storms. it, whether they're winter or, or spring storms, um, they both can have impacts on on uh, utility companies. Um, it's really important um, after the storm, if you smell natural gas or things like things, to, to get those things reported. Um, we wanna make sure that we can respond effectively and get those things taken care of and make those things safe as quick as possible. Um, with storm, often comes cleanup jobs. Um, so when you're performing these cleanup jobs, um, remember that if you're going to be doing any excavation, or you know you've got a tree that's come down and now you need to get it uh, dug up and removed, uh, all of those same things. Call 811, get in a ticket, uh, make sure that those lines are marked before you go. Just ripping things out of the ground, um, and it's also important not to uh, store or lay those things on top of um, utility facilities. So don't. Don't throw your limbs on top of a gas meter or a phone pedestal or mm-hmm. things like that. Um, we need to be able to have access to those things and to respond safely to things. And you know, you you can delay that process sometimes by piling debris and things like that on or near those things. Um, and then, um, you know, like I said, if you've got projects that are are going to be resulting from damages from the storm, um, it's a good idea to call in a ticket and have those things marked so awesome great points and if you're also getting
0: prepared um, for storm shelter or storm season by getting the storm shelter remember call back to the beginning of the conversation whoever's actually putting that shovel in the ground needs to be the one who's calling us so if your storm shelter company says hey you're the property owner put in the locate request advise them hey I'm not the one digging um, I'd feel a lot more comfortable if you are, since you're taking on that responsibility. And if they refuse, I promise you, there's storm shelter companies that will call in a one, <laughs> as they should. Uh, so, um, and feel free to have them call me if the storm shelter company refuses. say, Hey, call MG. <laughs> He'll explain it to you, and I'll be happy to do so because I want everybody to stay safe out there um, through a safe excavation in the state.
2: Provided in partnership with Damage Prevention Academy, Oki 811's Excavator Education Program is certified by the Gold Shovel Standard. Upon completion of this training, you will be educated in the regulations surrounding excavation in Oklahoma and the best practices for safe digging and damage prevention. Oki 811 certified excavators can rely on this high-quality online training which specifically incorporates everything they need to know for the prevention of damage to critical buried infrastructure as well as increased public and workforce safety. The training will take approximately two hours to complete. The training is fully responsive, mobile enabled, and can be completed on a desktop, laptop, tablet, or other mobile device as your schedule allows. The Oki 811 Damage Prevention Certification is a proactive indication of an increased investment in damage prevention to drive safety, reduce damages, and minimize the risks associated with excavating on or around buried assets. Once you have successfully completed the training and exam, you will receive a certificate of achievement, including the gold shovel standard seal. To get Oki 811 certified, go to okie811.org forward slash excavation certification.
0: So, Tim, we've talked about a lot today. Um, I appreciate your time. Uh, we talked about your public awareness efforts, especially going to those who are non-professional excavators and what we've done there with letting them know the importance of, hey, that backyard project still needs to be called in. We still need to get those lines marked. We talked about the five steps of safer excavation where, you know, I won't go into all of it again, but calling in, respecting the marks, digging safe, all those things are very, very important. And then um, your outreach. Um, I've, I'm glad that not only are you uh, in the industry with me, but I can trust on you and you're an ambassador for A1 in right. your area. So that means a lot to me and I appreciate that. And obviously taking the time to talk with us today. And then of course, um, being prepared. Being um, safe is paramount. We want that to happen, but if damages occur or storm comes through or, and there's things that you have to react to, we also want you to stay safe in those areas too. So um, keep us in mind if you're reporting damage or like uh, Tim explained, if you're doing cleanup, don't let your cleanup get in the way of the utilities. I'm doing their cleanup as well. So, right, right. Yeah. Um, so anything else you want to add before
1: we wrap up everything? Just, uh, you know, we if you're in this industry, doesn't matter if you're a utility worker or you're on the excavation side, uh, please, please, please follow OT811's social media. Um, share away with your friends and family. Uh, it's social media is the easiest way to get the call before you dig message out there. So we can all be ambassadors for safe digging and calling a one one
0: Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, thank you for the plug for all of our social media. I, I We are doing um, some really great things with our social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, we're out there. Um, look for us, follow us, connect with us. And like Tim said, a quick share. I mean, you are in the industry but your cousin billy probably is not and <laughs> he has the opportunity to see it and um, it makes a huge impact so we appreciate those shares and um just getting that information out to the average person um so we we definitely want to see that and of course if you're listening to our podcast there's no reason you can't share your podcast with right. <laughs> your friends and family as well um well, so with, for having me hey that's exactly oh, what really? i was gonna say <laughs> Always a good time with you, MG, so. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, and um, I will let you get back to keeping people safe. So thank you so much,
1: Tim. Thanks, MG.